Welcome to uh, episode one of the Earbuds podcast uh, with Nick and Mark. Uh, if you made it through the four to five minute intro, great. If not, go back, listen to it, hear about some of our music tastes, why we're doing it. Or don't, just dive right in. Or, yeah, or yeah. don't. Hopefully we don't ramble as much in this episode. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter, at EarbudsCast. Yes. Uh, we currently have two followers. Mark and, <laughs> Mark and myself. Uh, well, anyway, today we're going to get into a couple of albums that were released uh, last week. Um, some singles, so we'll talk about Joey Badass and Future Islands, and then we'll kind of go through some, some news and notes in the world of music. So let's drop that intro music and get into it. So that's the first of the two albums we're going to talk about today. Um, the other one being The Far Field by Future Islands, but we'll get... Very we'll, different. Yes, <laughs> yes. So this uh, <laughs> All-American Badass is a very good album. It's also... there's Tackles a lot. Um, yeah. yeah it tackles <laughs> a lot and like a, not that many songs, honestly. What is it, 12 songs? Yeah. It's not that um, much. It's great. If you're not familiar with Joey Badass, you should be. Uh, <laughs> he's 22 years old. He's from Brooklyn. Um, he's great. He's yeah, super politically he's... charged, but not in a very aggressive way, I would say. This album yes. is like a very well-written album. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't pick up on the uh, American spelled with a triple K, it's ob- I mean, not obviously, but it's a reference to America's Most Wanted by Ice Cube. While also tipping you off that he's going to talk about a lot of the issues um, he faces as a black man in America. Yeah, and one other note about the Triple K thing is um, his buddy Capital Steez, uh, his first mixtape was American Corruption yeah. with the Three Ks. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot of meaning behind that. We'll kind of dig into some of the politics, but not not in a super you know <laughs> preachy way. We'll just get into what the the album is about. So do you want to go? With some of your favorite songs from it, do you want to go song by song, uh, holistically? Like, well, yeah, think? like holistically, I thought um, it's like a yeah, his it's still his sound. He has like the throwback, like it's like very like kind of nineties, like golden yes. age hip hop, like yes. boom bap um, sound. But um, especially this first half is pretty poppy compared to yeah it's very light listening yeah but like if you listening to the lyrics right. you're just like whoa this dude's tackling a lot of stuff yeah so i thought the the overall format of the album was really cool um it's he, he talks on yeah good morning america and for my people is kind of like an opening statement about like yeah the plight of the black man in america and yeah that first half kind of stays pretty pretty upbeat while still like discussing those issues 
Yeah, one of my notes was it was pretty impressive how the beats are so uplifting, kind of. Yeah. But the actual message he's tackling yeah. every song is like very intense. It's very good. And I really, yeah, I think it's really cool how so about halfway through the album in "Why You Don't Love Me," um, it's a really good song about. And I found this quote. He had an interview. Um, before the album came out he said we've done so much for this country and get so little recognition if any for the things that we've done for the things that we've put here for the things that uh, for the changes that we've made for the inventions so this song is like very much like about how they don't get a lot of appreciation and in the beginning of the song towards the beginning uh well, it's like a love song, basically. Yeah. It's, it's like a sad love song yeah. about like an abusive relationship, basically. Yeah. With it's, America. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he's got the some good lines on it, like handcuffs so tight, nearly slit my veins. And yeah, so then like from there, the album gets a little, <laughs> goes into Rockabye Baby, which is one of my favorites off of it, which is... It's very good. A very good, very dark and angry song. Yeah, this is an album that if you're looking for, if you're not looking for a bunch of bangers that you're going to go out to the club with, and right. you just want to listen to a very well thought out, like deep political message, like sit down and listen to this for yeah. an hour. Like just take the time to go all the way through it because it is really good, but it's not something that you're going to be pre-gaming the bar with. Like this is a very good social message that everyone should listen to. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean... Obviously, like yeah, I mentioned America's Most Wanted um, a little bit a, a little bit ago, but uh, yeah, it, it, he's not breaking new ground necessarily in like the topics he's discussing, no. but he does it very well. It's a very well produced album. He's very good at rapping. Yeah, and one other <laughs> thing is that like there's been a lot of I mean, obviously in the last couple of years, hip hop is a very um, good platform for these types of messages, mm -hmm. but a lot like there's been rappers or that have or artists that have put like a song or two on albums this is an entire yeah. album about you know a lot of different messages yeah but it's, it's really good because it doesn't get you're not like overwhelmed by it like right. the way he like says it to you is something that you want to listen to and you want to keep digging and like research and like learn it's it's super good i loved it yeah so there were two songs one of them i really liked the other I could do without that really don't for whatever reason tie back into that that's um, ring the alarm and legendary and ring the alarm comes right after rockabye baby where it's like the album's like pretty angry and it's kind of just like a um he's got his pro era guys kirk knight and nick caution and then michi from flatbush zombies and they kind of just like brag about how good at rapping they are which is a really cool song but i it kind of yeah it doesn't really tie back into the original on legendary or on ring the alarm and then legendary is yeah that's with the j cole feature and like it's a fine song i guess um well i mean it's definitely a nod to like the mid 90s yeah um, what is it nos is that the one that came out with the dead presidents yeah yeah like it's that's a very specific nod to Right. Like, he's a well-versed... Joey Bass is a well-versed rapper, like, knowing the background of that stuff. It's yeah. super good. Yeah, but, I mean, there's... I mean, he opens up... 
so I mean, go listen to it if you haven't listened to it yet. It's really awesome. But the whole thing, I mean, you know, the album is called like you know American Badass with three Ks. The opening song is Good Morning America with three Ks. It's obviously a play on like the hit TV show that's in the morning, Good Morning America. And then the last song is, um, oh man, it's escaping me. American, oh, American Idol. Idol. American Idol, which again is another like the. So he's making a lot of nods to pop yeah. culture. Like everything is very well intertwined. It's, it's cool. I like it a lot. He's he's really good. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any uh, favorite songs or like lines that popped out at you? So "Rockabye Baby" is probably my favorite song yeah. on there. Um, "Why You Don't Love Me" is definitely the one that made me like feel the most. Yeah. Like that listening to that song, I had to hit pause afterwards and kind of like go get a glass of water because <laughs> I. Yeah. That's about halfway through. Um, and it's definitely it's like a heartbreaking love song to America about not feeling appreciated, honestly. And it's it's really good. I liked it a lot. Um, my favorite lines were, um, and it's funny you brought this up earlier, "Ring the Alarm," which doesn't really intertwine with the political message, but he makes a a shout out to um, Capital Steez, who is his co-founder of Pro Era. Um, he says, "This is a stick up, Ocean's Forty Seven which obviously is a play on Ocean's Eleven. 47 is... So Capital Steez was obsessed with that number yeah, um, for a lot of reasons. And I don't know, we're not going to talk about it in great detail, just because I think you can spend 20 minutes kind of getting into Capital Steez <laughs> and the number 47 and like they all... Yeah, and kind of like the... Yeah, he likes to play around with numbers. Like uh, Land of the Free was the first or second single um, for this album and he released it on january 20th which is joey's birthday but also the inauguration of donald trump yeah um who gets referenced more than a couple times on this album (laughs) yeah Um, there was a cool um quote he had um i think it was for land of the free he was talking about like an interview about kind of the donald trump thing because at one point he says fuck donald trump which fdt was a yg song that came out last year but he makes like other references outside of that that are not as direct and aggressive. Right. It's just like a very well thought out. So I thought that was interesting. And my favorite, so this is something I want to talk about. The intro to Temptation. Did you catch, pick up on that at all? No. So the intro is an excerpt, or excerpt, yeah, I can't speak, um, from a September 2016 speech by a nine-year-old girl from North Carolina named Zianna Oliphant. Um, and she like gave this address at a council meeting right like a few days after the Keith Lamont Scott police mm-hmm. shooting. And it's like, it, it, uh, I like had to pause after that too. Cause it's like this <laughs> little girl basically giving this huge heartfelt message that was like picked up okay. by lots of media outlets. And like after like listening to the song and then like doing some research on that, I just, it was very intense. Yeah. It's very good. And there's a lot of, Throughout the entire album, there's a lot of um, references to police brutality. Right. Just in very specific cases. Um, it definitely makes you feel type mm-hmm. Like If you're looking to kind of like take an introspective like look and just listen to an album and like feel for an hour, this is it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I want to point out it's not strictly um, like a anti. No, it wasn't like an anti-Trump no, album. No, that was one of his quotes that I was trying to bring up earlier. Yeah. He said, it's like, this is not an anti-Trump. Right. It's about 
like a very specific message about moving yeah. our community yeah. forward. He's yeah. He even one of the songs is called Super Predator, which is obviously a reference to uh, old Hillary's uh, little slip up, <laughs> if you want to call it that. But uh, yeah, I for favorite songs I'd say Rockabye Baby and Why You Don't Love Me, and then I really liked Babylon. Yeah, which I just liked the uh, it's like the it starts with a hook that's like pretty like upbeat, and then. Uh, one of the opening lines and his first verse is it's another black man he's talking about looking at the news it's another black man which he says in a normal cadence and then he pauses and says died at the hands of white justice and like from there the rest of the verse is him like each shouting basically and like he gets kind of like slips back into like a very like angry he has a very <laughs> unique presence when rapping he's very versatile yeah he, and that's like the thing i picked up the most i think yeah. across the album is how versatile he is i really like devastated um because of the auto-tune vibe that the chorus kind of has yeah was, yeah that's one of the more popular it was definitely songs. different from yeah. the other songs but it still has a great message i liked it a lot right. yeah i mean all right i think we uh we covered what we wanted to yeah what'd you think of the j cole feature I was waiting for him to make a reference. <laughs> I was waiting for him to make a reference to poop, and he just did. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I was like, oh, he can, he can hold it in. For but, those that don't know, go look up the J Cole references to poop. Uh, it, he makes like probably a dozen, and not yeah. to be funny, but it, it's really shitty. Yeah, he's yeah. I yeah. That's uh, also we didn't cover this in the intro. This. Two co-hosts, co-hosts of this podcast are not particularly big J. Cole fans. But, um, yeah, that song is fine. Also, Joey Badass had a weird line that um, stuck out to me just because it doesn't. He says, I don't know like what it follows up, but the line is, quantum physics myself count a million atoms of cells, which is just like... That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you just like put a bunch of side swords together in one sentence. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. We probably can move yeah. on. Go listen to it if you haven't listened to it yet. It's really good. All American Badass, Joey Badass. It's really, it's awesome. On a more uplifting note, let's move into that feature Islands album that came out. It's called The Far Field. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's their fifth album. Yeah. Or... LP that came out. I think it's the fifth. Uh, so they're a Baltimore-based indie pop synth Syn- pop band. Synth pop, yeah. They're awesome. What you? Yeah, I mean, you think? they definitely. I think um, the first like few songs like seem their last album is confusingly called Singles, um, <laughs> but the yeah the first few songs really do sound like they could have been just kind of like taken directly from those like recording sessions. I like it. I mean, I loved that album, so like more of that is cool. And then they kind of there's a little more variety, I guess, towards the towards the end of it, which it's a really good album to listen to on a nice. Summer yeah, summer. yeah. No, this is a good. Um, both these albums. I mean, if you want to sit outside and be a little contemplative, um, listen there's a to lot the, of references in Future Islands to basically staring out at an ocean, contemplating life. Yeah, <laughs> like as you see it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, even this, the Joey Badass album, to go back to that real quick, um, listen to, like, the first, like, five songs, 
very poppy the good summer sound maybe cut it off um <laughs> before schoolboy comes in but uh yeah i mean do you have any favorite songs on this far field so i feel super basic saying this but my two favorite songs are probably the singles they released oh, so rand nice. and cave <laughs> real um, original i like them a lot they're i think the most poppy and dancey song on the mm -hmm. which that's the vibe i want on a future island like i want to listen to it and like want to dance honestly like, yeah for cave is i really liked cave it's cool the background is way different like the it's super unique yeah i think they previewed that song when we listened when we saw them am i uh, remember I, so we saw them a few months back at house, uh, house of vans in chicago um and it was we knew the album was coming out but not they hadn't really they only released one single at that yeah. point so I think they played some new songs. Yeah, and but he, uh, Samuel Heron, the lead singer, really didn't want care to like fill us. He he told us we we're gonna play new music, and then yeah, and was not, like he wasn't like yeah, like oh, this song is called Cave. It was just <laughs> no, they have a very specific <laughs> stage presence. Like they just yeah. continue moving on. They kind of let him do his thing. Yeah, which if you're not familiar with the lead singer of Future Island, go on YouTube and just type in yeah. Samuel Herring. And just watch him dance because it is enchanting is not the right word, but you could just get lost like watching him move. If you <laughs> if you uh, ever have the opportunity to see them live, absolutely do it. That is one of the weirdest concerts and best concerts I've seen. He that is super bizarre. So what? He like smacks himself in the <laughs> face, and, like pounds his chest, and like licks his arm. It is just so extreme. But yeah. He's like very much. And you would never know that from like seeing him like walk around. So our, one of our friends, one of our friends met. We were at the show, and Samuel Herring was walking around the crowd. We were before, dumb. before, before the, the show. show started. We were dumb and didn't see him. Our one friend did and like talked to him for a while and just like yeah, he was like super normal and just said thanks for coming to the show. And then you see him perform and you're just like that's not the same person. There's no way. Yeah. So um. Also yeah. Also a little. He does it. On most songs live, where he drops down into, I call it his like heavy metal voice, yeah. which doesn't um, really show up at all on this album. He does it on one song on singles, but which I appreciate. Yeah, he doesn't do it on the produced version, but when you see right, it live, it's no, like, yeah. Well, there was one song on singles where it was kind of like yeah. all that, and I always skip. It's it's cool live, but it's not really the vibe I want when I put on a future album. Future Islands album to listen to. That's not the same thing as Future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I put on a Future album. <laughs> Hendrix. But, uh, yeah, I liked Cave. I think my two favorites were North Star. I like it's North got, Star. It's got, like, a cool, uh, um, here's our non-expertise coming through, even though I was in band for... <laughs> what did you play? It's, I played saxophone and trombone. Yo, those are real hot right now. In yeah, the no, community. trap horns. Trap horns. But, uh, <laughs> it's one, it's like a bell. I don't want to call it a cowbell, but yeah, it's, it was like a cool percussion style instrument in North Star. It's got like a cool rhythm in the background that I really liked. Yeah, that's kind of like more towards the, the second half where they expand on just like this synth and bass that they normally yeah. work with what's the uh what's the other song you like uh shadows i, I had that written down yeah debbie harry of blondie fame is so uh, yeah okay. so future islands is a very 80s throwback sound yes. to it which makes sense that i mean 
I would never be like, oh, they should collaborate with. <laughs> but but no, it is it is cool, and it's yeah, it's cool to hear him kind of. I don't want to say trade bars because this is he does have a rap project. Does he really? Yeah. Um, I'll get I'll look it up and mention it later. Okay. But, uh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but they kind of do like do like short snippets and kind of like go back and forth a little bit which i thought is really cool yeah that was cool i liked a lot because most of it i mean every song is just him singing like no yeah. one else really gets in yeah. on the act so it's just listening to Daniel herring for 45 minutes or so right. but it, that was a cool change of pace it was a very cool song there's yeah also i liked in north star there are like some like harmonies in the background not like overpowering or anything but yeah it's kind of a, like a um change up of what you've been listening to on the album hemlock ernst is hemlock ernst yeah a rap project from samuel herring yeah i don't think he's got like a pro like a full project out but he's got a couple songs Interesting. <laughs> so yeah i think he had a song with mad lizzo or something really yeah. <laughs> wow all right how you doing on your beer man you um, pretty good yeah nursing it a little bit but yeah a little a little slow today podcast one off to yeah. a real hot start all right is there anything else you want to say about future islands otherwise nah. i think we kind of dive into this miscellaneous stuff yeah which will be fun to to talk about yeah let's talk about the mr wives video uh so if you're not familiar with mr wives um if you couldn't pick it up from the name of the band it's lead singer mandy lee and mandy lead Right? Yeah, it's a D at the end, not Mandy Lee. It's Mandy it's Lee? It's just Mandy Lee. Huh, alright. More you know. Um, and, like, four dudes. Uh, but they're awesome. It's an indie pop band. I would Get say, it? Because Sister Wives. Yeah, because of Sister Wives. <laughs> they're called Mr. Wives. She's engaged to, I think, their drummer. Um, but they have released two singles so far. Um, and they just released a video for their single called uh, Machine. And uh, is there anything you want to comment about the video before mm. I kind of... I love Mr. Wise. Like I'm I a, also love, I'm a fanboy. I also love Mad Max. So I, yeah. thought a, I thought it was a cool video. <laughs> the video is so the song in general is basically a you do you song. Like it's all about individuality and like don't be a part of the machine. All this stuff about like feeling positive about yourself, which is great. It's like an awesome message. It's a super fun song. But the video is basically a car chase scene from Mad Max where they're just getting chased down in the yeah. desert in like these dune buggies. And, and they're all dressed out in like weird. Outfits. Yeah, and of course because because it is Mr. Wives, they're all dressed in like like you, normal Mad Max outfits, but they're all like neon colored. Right. And so. <laughs> and then um, like I was like, oh, this is like kind of like a fun take on it. And then the the bad guys of the video, I guess, come in and they do. It looks like they could have been like straight out oh, of like sure. they're in like the they more outcuts. They're more of like the like the doll like colors and stuff. But. It was awesome. So, uh, speaking on the neon colored, so I was reading an interview about the video from Mandy. And so, in their last album, Our Own House, the cover is basically neon animals, like coming yeah. out of a house, basically. And so, those are their spirit animals, mm. right? And so, when they created the costumes for this, they basically asked them to, like, how do you, would you visualize your spirit animal in a Mad Max world? And, like, that's what they came up with. Okay. Which is like why they all look super bizarre. Like she looks like a lot, like, I think she's an elephant. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't, 
<laughs> you yeah. would have no idea. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> I'd be going to try to explain Her it. spirit animal is... <laughs> so. What's your neon spirit animal, Mark? <laughs> I don't know. A cat. It's obviously a cat. It's a cat, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, Alright, let's probably move on from Mr. Wives. Go listen to that song. Yeah, it's called Machined. Uh, their new album, I think, comes out in the next month or so. They're on tour currently with... Uh, what's the... Panic at the Disco. Yeah, Panic at yeah. the Disco. I always get that confused with My Chemical Romance for some reason. But anyway, let's move on. Uh, definitely a juxtaposition from that. You want to talk about designer? Well. What do you want to talk about next? Let's do Gorillaz. Gorillaz? That's a little more okay. smooth. Let's talk about Gorillaz. <laughs> um, I don't have much to say. Yeah, no. I, so I'll let you it's go. It's a good song. Uh, talk about it. It's cool to hear Pusha T on like a Gorillaz type beat, I guess. Um, so I'll comment on that. It, I think it's cool. So all of the singles so far that Gorillaz have released, the the features they have are super interesting, yeah. and I never would have pegged them to have these artists right. on their songs. So that's what I would like. Pusha T is cool. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since... Still waiting for that album. It's been... Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a while since Plastic Beach came out, so there's kind of like a... Not that Pusha T is new, but he's been around... A while, but it's like, yeah, kind of a new um, wave of rappers has kind of emerged multiple ways by now. But so, thanks, Kanye. Yeah, it's cool to see Vince Staples on a gorilla song. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Danny Brown one. Which one have you liked the most so far? Uh, Ascension, yeah, the one with, That's Vince, with Staples. Vince. I yeah, like that one a lot by far. I like that one a lot. I like, yeah, I actually, and Bars is cool. I really like, um, is it Andromeda? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one with Big Baby Dram. Yeah. Even though he's, yeah. like, not really... Yeah, he's it. just kind of, like... He's you can hear him, but it's, like, also, like... He's, like, singing along with Damon Albarn. Right. But, I like that song a lot. I think it's, like, yeah. a super easy listen. No, they're all, like... Yeah, so there's five out. I've all liked them all. Um, right. Yeah. They're all very different. Yeah, this new one, Let Me Out, is, like... Wait, we didn't say the name of the yeah. song. <laughs> Something we need Bear to work out. <laughs> it's episode one, and yeah. we're struggling. I with caught it. it. Uh, yeah, it's good. All right. I liked it. All right, uh, I'll leave this up to you. Do you want to talk about that Berg single, or do you want to talk about Designer? Let's do Designer. All right, so Designer has come out with, I think, four singles this year. So he come out with, came out with Up, Thank God I Got It, Holy Ghost, an outlet. I mean, you all know designer from <laughs> Panda. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those he, those first three you listed all kind of came out. And it was like early, early this week, like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, they kind of like together. dropped them together. Yeah. So what? I mean, I think we agreed as we were listening to some designer before we recorded. We were this trying pod. to get turned up to yeah. speak to everyone. Yeah, publicly. we <laughs> we we agreed that Holy Ghost was our favorite of those three. Holy Ghost is awesome, and I really like Outlet for the trap horns. Yeah. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I Yeah, no, I do think, so those three that came out, um, I think Outlet is, I like Outlet more than all those. Thank God I got it, and Up were like, they're not bad songs, but I kind of was like, oh. I'm like, interested to see the context they have in the album. Yeah. Like, I might like them more once I listen to it all the way through, you know? But as yeah. of right now, when also, comparing it to Holy also, Ghost... Also, I don't know if I'm like, 
like, oh, contextually, where is designer going to put this beggar? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's Is fair. it going to be the fifth or sixth beggar? I mean, <laughs> but I think um, we can agree that they're all going to be beggars. Yeah. Like if so, these, okay, so Holy Ghost and Outlet add to every single party playlist pregame. Yeah. I want to like drink tonight playlist you have because they are awesome. So have you seen, it came out so like good. a month or two ago, his designer's interview with Nardwar. No. So, Did he puke during it? <laughs> no, but in case you like had any like reservations that he wasn't like a completely just like crazy person, go watch that video. It's his. It's like eight minutes. It's so funny. It, he his the his noise that he makes. I'm not gonna try and. <laughs> And I'm not gonna try and recruit. When he laughs, though, is oh, like really? is like it's just like this bizarre like clicking noise. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. People that laugh weird kind of freak me out. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's it's so funny. He says, uh, oh, she, "It's." I think he says like, "Know what I'm saying?" It's something like that. He probably says it about like 100 times, like in eight minutes. Uh, Dude, so let's comment on that real quick. Did you listen to that Mike Will Made It ringer? Uh, yeah, yeah, podcast? the same. Mike Will Made It, yeah. I think, says, know what I'm saying, a hundred times. Yeah. yeah, no, but, yeah, go check out that designer. Even if you don't like designers' music, it's very funny. Uh, that's awesome. I'm going to watch it after this. Yeah, so let's move on from designer. Listen to Outlet and Holy Ghost. They're really dope. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, he... Says his ad libs in like real life as just like a normal part of conversation. Does he really? Yeah. No way. Oh my god. All right, yeah. we're gonna watch this after we're done recording. Yeah. I'll watch this because yeah. I'm like super intrigued. I find rap ad libs. He's the king of ad libs. He's got like four. Oh, I don't. I'm not ready to go that far. Dude, yeah. he's got like four different ones that he uses on every yeah. single song. Well, it's not like he just just because he like falls back on his ad libs doesn't make him the king. <laughs> right. Fine, that's fair. Maybe we can discuss that some other yeah. podcast with the best ad libs. <laughs> The best ad-lib the ad pop. The ad-lib special. I think we do that sometime. All right. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about Ferg. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what do you want to say first, I, man? So the song is called East Coast by ASAP Ferg. Uh, it features Remy Ma. Um, it's way different than Ferg's album that he came out with, like, what, a year ago? Two years ago? Yeah. Like, I don't like, even, it was a year ago. I don't remember what it was. Which, yeah, it was not... So that last album was not what I wanted from No, this is absolutely this is, what I yeah, wanted. Um, East Coast. Yeah, Always Strive and Prosper was yeah. like... It had like one or two songs, but this is exactly what I want from Ferg. It sounds a lot more like Trap Lord, which was his album before um, the album's name that I already forgot again. Always strive and prosper. <laughs> Honestly, but, like that's kind of the it's, yeah. that's the our personal review of that album. Yeah. <laughs> There's two songs that are called? good, but I do not remember the name. But yeah, no, this is yeah, back to he kind yeah, he drops his like kind of flirtation with like sort of like EDM like tinged stuff. Yeah. And gets back to just this is just like a ignorant banger. Also, and, add this to every pregame party yeah, playlist because it's yeah. awesome. You get about three minutes through the song, and then he drops like this weird guitar riff yeah. all of a sudden, which 
It only appears for 20 seconds. Yeah, and it but goes I away. loved it. Oh, it's, it's cool. Awesome. I saw your tweet. Like, it was immediate. Just yeah. like, oh, that guitar. <laughs> I was like, at work. It's like, like before, oh. before the song even finished my first playthrough, I was like, oh, I got to tweet, I gotta to tweet it about these guitars. I hadn't listened to it yet and only saw that. I was like, oh, huh. That must show up in a weird, unopportune time. But, uh, yeah, his also, like, his second verse is... So I don't necessarily consider Ferg, like... Yeah, I, and I still don't know if like the lyrics are good in that verse, but he like his flow is really cool. It's like yeah, it's a very cool verse, but uh, which isn't I usually just kind of like want him to come through with a hook that I would be embarrassed to say out loud on this podcast because my parents might listen. But yeah, I mean, yeah, we both agree, certified banger on the Tom Haverford scale. So I just want to comment real quick about. The Remy Ma feature, because for anyone that's been following yeah, Remy which Ma, which I I have not, I kind of so Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj are currently beefing. I'm pretty sure this all started because Remy Ma said that Nicki Minaj's butt was fake, and then <laughs> they started rapping against each other. And what I just I think we talked about this last night. I don't know, man. I think we did. But what I love is that Remy Ma like will drop diss features on an ASAP Ferg song. But Nicki Minaj yeah. did it on a major laser song. Like those are two very <laughs> different. Like Nicki Minaj is doing it in a space where like she knows she's gonna get two hundred million plays on Spotify, yeah. and like yeah. Remy Ma is just like, no, I'm going on this ASAP song. We're gonna drop bars. Yeah. I don't really care, which I think is awesome. I mean, granted, I think Nicki so, commented on that. Like, I don't really. I think in one, I think it was in the major laser song. She basically was like, hey, I don't really have to try because I'm gonna sell like significantly more records than you. Yeah, <laughs> but, like. So did Remy Ma like say any like anything in particular in this song? Or? Uh, I, let me no. I mean, I'm not gonna take the time to look it up, but I didn't write it down. But she definitely like makes okay. specific shout. Like you know, she's talking okay. about one person. Yeah, it's awesome. So definitely give another listen. It's good. Um, only a few more things here on this agenda. Let's talk about a uh, the I Spy video by Kyle and uh, Little Boat. Yeah. Also known as Lil Yachty, if you're not familiar with yeah. with that yeah, reference. Not up on what the millennials are. So what I love, and I hope this becomes a specific thing, is that music videos and rap use... Go ahead. <laughs> I hope that more music videos use, like, small bodies with oversized heads. Well, like, small bodies and regular sized heads. Yeah, because this... I think. So originally, I know, like, people were saying, like, I kind of got around to this a little late um, just this morning. I thought it was going to be like the Watch Out 2 Chains video with like Big Head. But no, it was like even more like that's more funny. obscure looking. Yeah, no, this like, is like somewhat like unsettling <laughs> because yeah, they're like child bodies and like just normal people. It opens up with the two of them playing in a sandbox yeah. on the beach and there's just like a very large amount of beautiful women like hanging yeah. out on the beach and it's like these little bodies. It's super bizarre. Yeah, so but I, I had, love it. I mean I that song like, is awesome. I have two things kinda written down and which was so like first, this is absolutely the case of a music video just nailing like the aesthetic of like what a song sounds like. Yeah. It's like there are not only are they on a on a beach, but it's like some like kind of like a cartoonishly like yes, colored very. beach, and there's a lot of like like the swimsuits that the models are wearing like change colors and stuff. But See, we are experts. 
Yeah, I really picked up on swimsuit colors. <laughs> but yeah, then the other thing, so the the chorus is like Kyle talking about how he's gonna like like hit on girls that don't get many likes. Yes. I'm assuming on social media, and then like no in person. The 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 video is like these like gorgeous models, are like like twenty. Just I don't like, think they're struggling yeah. for likes on Instagram. I was like, oh, you must be like yeah, rapping about somebody else. Oh man, that's super funny. Yeah, go watch that video. I spy Kyle Liliati. Yeah, it is, is a very fun four minutes, honestly. It's good. Anything else you want to touch on? I just have one quick note about uh, the super unknown band. Uh, Otherwise, I think yeah. I'm going to wrap this thing up. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and uh, unearth your gem? So a few weeks ago, um, a couple of friends and myself went to go see Kolars, uh, which is K-O-L-A-R-S. All caps. Um, all caps at a small <laughs> venue here in Chicago. Um, they're kind of a poppy folk band it's like an indie pop it's like synth pop indie pop folk i don't even know how to describe it but like i'll, I'll describe Once it again not experts not experts but like that's how i would describe it so it's only two people it's a guy playing guitar and a girl playing drums the the woman in the band tap dances on top of a bass drum while she also plays the drums it is absurd to see in person it's super fun their album just came out it's really good i would highly recommend listening to it um, if you want like a, a preview of like what they sound like, go listen to, I think it's called One More Thrill. Um, it's probably their, their best song in my non-expert humble opinion. Sit down, stay humble. Um, so I'd highly recommend it. Otherwise, uh, I think we're good, man. Yeah. What do you think, what do you think of the first episode? We got to down these beers and then we got to watch that designer. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> you guys can uh, listen to us finish these beers. We're not gonna... <laughs> yeah, it's going to be 10 minutes of radio silence. It's just Mark <laughs> and I just sipping beer. All right. Uh, well, yeah, tune in next week. Yeah, we'll try to get out a couple of albums. you enjoyed it. Yeah, um, hopefully the Kendrick album comes out next week. Well, uh, I, yeah, that's the other piece of news is confirmed Kendrick didn't come out on Friday. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, he really. So I actually, before we leave, that was one of the funnier things that I saw on Twitter. Was like Kendrick Lamar is the first person to have a release date for a release date. Yeah. He basically like announced April seventh as yeah. a way to announce when his album was going to come out, which I think is super awesome. Especially yeah, after so. what we went through last year with Kanye West. I just like love <laughs> all of the tricks that they play on us. I I appreciate that. <laughs> it's gonna be a good album. It'll be uh, interesting discussion. Yeah, so check it out. Yeah, check it out. Uh, thanks again for uh, if you chose to listen to us. Uh, tune in next week.